Well, the biggest thing too is... So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? To get the answers, we interview top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. Listen, we believe every agent should make a minimum of $100,000 per year and we're on a mission to make this happen. We've already helped over 100 agents achieve this with our coaching. So if you want to fast track your business growth, get to your first $100,000 in GCI or add another $100,000 in GCI using social strategies, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com or you can just click the link in the description below. Also, just make sure to follow us, hit that subscribe button. And if you get any value from this at all, please tell a friend and leave us a review. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Elite Agent Secrets show. Today, we've got Bree Stevens with us with five years in real estate under her belt. She has closed 300 million. So you're probably going to learn a thing or two. Let's be honest. Bree, it's going to be discussing social media, business spotlights and events. It's going to be fire. We've been chatting off air. Bree's got a bubbly personality, so we're going to have a bit good time here. We're going to have a laugh and... You know, everyone's going to enjoy listening. Brie, thanks for jumping on the show. Thank you. It's great to have you here. So we always like to start off with a bit of context. For all our listeners, take us back five years ago. Why the hell did you get into real estate? You couldn't choose it. Go, like, go mow lawns. Yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> Why did you well, get into real estate? That's, a, that's an extreme example there, Andrew. <laughs> but you could have went to go mow lawns. That's true. I mean, listen, I'm not a hater. I love it. Like we've got, we've got like two acres of land there and I'm all summer. Like I'm out there. Well, my husband's a landscaper. He started mowing lawns. The irony. So five years ago then, why didn't you get into it? Your husband was into it. Why did you choose real estate? Um, I went to school for entrepreneurship. So you're naturally taught to learn, look for a gap in the market, a niche. And in the area here in New Hampshire, the Lakes region, there was a niche that I needed to grasp and that was, I mean, it seems like forever ago, but five years ago, no one was doing social media. No one was doing professional photos. No one was doing video. I love that stuff for fun. So why not make a career out of it and switch up what was becoming quickly a digital industry? And in my market, in this area, the average realtor was, is still is about 60 years old. Um, that is the average age. So, you know, to come in, shake things up and a quick, be able to quickly adapt to things was my niche I saw and just ran with it. My parents were not thrilled <laughs> by any means. Oh, they, they told me if I, if I failed, there was no coming to them for anything. <laughs> I had a secure job with a um, hospitality business working as a manager at a restaurant and they saw the progression that I could have there. Um, my dad was in that kind of restaurant hospitality business. So they saw that for me. I didn't. They saw how many realtors are there in the Lakes region, saturated as they saw. So yeah. went out there and proved them wrong. <laughs> Prove them wrong. You got that chip on your shoulder. I mean, this is the thing about real estate. Was, I mean, last check, the, N, uh, the NAR is over 2 million now in North America. And then it's like, well, that's quite a scary statistic. And then it's like, actually, what, 84% fail in their first year. So it's like a revolving door. Real estate's basically the biggest industry. There's this giant revolving door. And why we do this is 
there's a lot of broke agents and we don't want the people listening to this to be them. I will, every, we believe everyone should make at least $100,000 a year in real estate. And it's totally possible. What, no, what all these Facebook groups and forums and bullshit boards people read saying, you know, life's shit. It's not. It's a lot of money being made here. And there's a lot of abundance, especially at the top. You know, people like yourself come on the show. It's like, listen, there's so much business out there. It's fucking crazy. And in five short years, you've done 300 million with your team. Um, and it's interesting you said about the age, because I think the average age still is it nationwide. It's about 55, 50, 55. So it's, it's still high. And one of the things you said about the social media, this is something we're massive on. It's also the fact that, oh, five years ago, it wasn't big. The irony is five years later, in the grand scheme, it's still not big. This is the thing. So people listening, it's like, if you're not doing it, you ain't late. You're still early by like a long fucking way. And (laughs) even though Facebook's been out, what, 13 years and whatnot, it's like, you're not late. So five years, what was your, take us through the story. What was year one, two, three, four, five? Did you almost go to your parents for beg, borrow, plead, year one, please? (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I'm big. You di- you have to dive in. Um, and I, I did as much as I could, but it is tough to say, like, as people come to me, like, how did you do it? Like, to me, I would say now you really need to save up your money and do it full time. But I did it part time. I started as an admin. So an unlicensed admin for a top producer saw the traditional model, then said, Hey, this is what you need to do. You need a Zillow profile. You need a realtor profile. You need a Facebook page. You need these things. They wouldn't, you know, they're doing great, but you know why? So why change it? So I went on my own. I joined Keller Williams and from there you have so much freedom to do, run it as a business. So as just me started at brand Lake Life Realty, it wasn't my name, you know, Stevens group or anything like that. Um, some people thought I should have because my husband's company is a well-known company and it's Stevens landscaping. So we've tied them both together, but in different ways. And within a year I had 12 million under my belt and I wanted to be everything to everyone and you can't. So instead of following what they typically say is get an admin first, didn't do that. Hired another agent that was great. He's still with us today. Um, and then shortly after, another person who worked at the restaurant with me came in and there was the three agents. Um, and then quickly we realized we needed a business plan and we needed an admin. <laughs> I love so you. You basically just made the money and then we're like, now let's figure it out. Yep. Let's figure out how we do, how we build a business. But one of the biggest things in business in general, real estate's no different, is that like you need money. Like, you need to make fucking money. You're in this business to make money. We're talking about this off air. Like, let's not, you know, get it twisted. We all like making fucking money. We're in real estate to make a lot of money. And it's like, you just went, well, I figured out, did 12 mil. So, you you know, I'm not sure uh, what percentages, but give or take, that's probably what, 120, 150K GCI. It might be a bit more, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you it's like, we'll get another person, do more volume take a split or whatever and then get another one and it's like okay well now we've got a few hundred grand coming in now the main issue which would be money in the bank to build shit is solved might not be a perfect system we got but we've got money in the bank so we can now build the perfect system so you did it technically the right way but what most people see is back to front because a lot of people try and do the operations first they they have the cost which is when they go in the hole then when stuff doesn't work out they've now got debt 
right? Because then it didn't when you were like, I think this was because of the ultimatum. It was like, well, I've got to make money. Like, this is it. Like, I've just <laughs> got to make cash. So, like, I just focus on selling and I'll figure everything else out later, but just sales. Because sales is life, it's oxygen, and that's that's the way it starts. So, 12 million first year, even roughly. So, what did you do second, third, fourth, and obviously fifth? Yeah, so pretty much was able to go from 12, the next year 24, then nice. 36, then 60, 71, and then last year we finished at 85. Damn. Okay, so I got a question for you. How do you go from a 12 million growth to doubling? We said 12, 24, 36, 60 some mm -hmm. to doubling. Because growing at the pace, prob you probably did a lot more of the same things that worked between year one, two, and three. But to double, you had to change something to allow you to double by that much more. So what happened there? That's when we brought in the operations. <laughs> <laughs> ah, aka yeah. you started really turning things into making a full circle having other people to help you process all of the inflow to produce more mm -hmm. outflow aka more production yeah, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't be selling my listings and showing my buyers places on the weekends at the same time so you know had the two bodies of them two more agents were running around the lakes region like crazy but yeah. no one's at home base getting the consistency going so that's what brought the consistency to the marketing to all of the uh, transactional piece of every transaction it, it like it's so great because your numbers literally worked out basically it's like each person was worth 12 million and then you put <laughs> systems in place and now each person was worth about 20 million mm -hmm. so each person almost doubled their value to the 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 team the company the organization whatever you call it uh, your group by that's the power of systems like that's such a tangible number it's like listen that person was worth 12 mil that's mm -hmm. a year now with systems in place they're worth 20 mil and that's now software maybe an admin but the cost of them and their commission percentage is a lot lower or their salaries a lot lower than what an agent production in that level of production would be and therefore it's like that for everyone listening it's like those are numbers you can work off like for each person an agent you go for 12 mil and then you get ops in place 20 mil an agent like that's not a bad that's not a bad uh, thing to focus on. Now, I want to I want to dive into your first topic. I know everything's kind of encapsulated into this one thing, which is something we love. <laughs> but all our guests have to you ha you you have to do the explaining because it's it's your topic and what you mean. So your first topic is social media. So walk us through the power of social media, what it means to you, and how it's helped your business grow. Yeah, I mean, pretty much when you know I go out, it's weird. It's weird, but you go out, and people are like, I know you from somewhere, from face, from Facebook, from Instagram, like they know who you are and you don't know who they are. <laughs> you're like thinking and you should, and you're like, shoot, who the heck is this talking to me? But they, they see you and the difference now people, you know, do social media. Thank goodness they should, everyone should, but to be authentic, to be consistent in it. Um, so really Lake Life Realty, our niche is we go live every week. We show ourselves we're, you know, not always so perfect and polished on these videos and unlocking a door. Like people get to really hear from us and get to know us. So the best performing stuff isn't the just sold, isn't the market stats. It's like 
a celebration on something personal in our lives. Um, a new baby in the, you know, lake life group and a birthday an anniversary, like, you know, something we, you know, are celebrating as a team, as a whole. So people feel like they know us. Um, and that community aspect we put in our social media from being authentic, but also being the community advocators for different things. We kind of took that approach. So we, yes, we do put just sold, just listed those types of posts in there, but we mix it with the real human emotion interaction that really gets the engagement and grows our followers. So you running groups and stuff as well to grow Mm -hmm. community, right? Okay. So you've got Instagram pages, Facebook page, Facebook group, any others on social media? And then I want to dive into each of them individually as well. Um, well, we, we have TikTok now, um, right. and that's doing really well. Um, and the groups, we have two groups. We have a locals group, so events happening in the area. Then we have our VIP group. So that's exclusive invitation to past clients, big supporters. They get the inside scoop on things we're going to have going on at our office, promos, giveaways, things like that. So they're like in the know of the local stuff happening first. And how, how are you going about growing each of these? Because that's a lot of work. So I guess one question is, how do you grow them? And the other one would be for a, a newer agent or someone who's looking to get into it. I don't recommend trying to do all five. Just start one and after another, you know, like we're big on mm-hmm. Facebook and we're just like getting more and more into the YouTube side of things is our next path. Mm-hmm. He's big on um, his, you know, his TikTok. He loves to rock those dance moves, man. He's a big, yeah. <laughs> Everyone I, tell you, I tell you what, I don't mind it. See, the only barrier <laughs> that I had when it comes to that stuff is I want to make sure it's valuable for the other person that's actually watching it. Mm. Like, I don't want to just get up there and shake my booty, although I don't mind. <laughs> I don't know if people, I, I think people would come for the pure and the sheer entertainment of me having absolutely no rhythm and just making <laughs> an ass out of myself, which is totally cool. I'm here to entertain. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I, I, ho- I hope they want to learn something. So I think that's why I was like, well, I didn't see the two and two coming together until now it's starting to become a theme. So you got to take a look at it. And I think yeah. now the, the platform has evolved a little bit, a, a, a little bit more, right? hundred percent. One of the biggest stigmas around TikTok that people don't understand, that was a very tongue in cheek comment for those that didn't hit that, hear that sarcasm there. It's that like TikTok's evolved. It's not people just, it's not kids just dancing on that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you got it, like social media, the beauty of it is it evolves so fast. Like that's the up and the downside because you've got to keep up, yeah. right? But TikTok in the last couple of years has basically gone from like 13 year old girls dancing, doing weird dance moves and it was musically to now, I think the average age is like 35. And that's happened in a tiny window. Mm-hmm. And that what that took Facebook, I think, like five or seven years to really start to grow out their age demographics. And this is what's happening with social media, the compounding of it. It's like everyone's evolving and moving platforms very fast now. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not like the growth of it. So like we are starting to do TikTok and this is something we're wanting to get into, but it's like it's educational based. Like we're not mm-hmm. on there dancing. Like, listen, I don't care whether you'd come for whatever. You ain't getting me to dance. No moves. Like, period. End of story. That's not my jam. <laughs> you say that because you know it's evolved so much. We're like, yes, like a lot of the stuff I watch on my personal. It is that educational piece of it. That's the majority of what 
comes for me as like things that it would recommend me to see. The stuff that we post isn't actually educational stuff. Ours is more inspiration based. So unlike our other stuff, our stuff is more of the luxury inspiration of the lake life around here. We have this big lake, beautiful properties. So we haven't even done any, like no one would know if I, who I am, what I look like from TikTok. It's just all properties, no educational feature. I, that can be incorporated in because it's another niche, but they have so many niches on there. Totally, totally. So what, what I mean, it's like, I didn't want to just get up there and dance, right? Although Just Dance is a great song. I would recommend <laughs> it. I wanted to, like, when I say educate or provide value, it's like, Everybody loves, I, I don't know if anybody's on Pinterest, but everybody loves to see those like mm-hmm. pretty homes of like the before and afters or a walkthrough of the house, right? That's what I'm picturing like TikTok to be as a good outlet for, which you just confirmed because I'm not mm-hmm. doing the volume yet that you are, which means that's the content that deserves a place to be there. Yeah. But I didn't see the value of me jumping on and shaking my booty, <laughs> you know, to get people to be like, hmm. I want to work with Pete. (laughs) You know, I think I would send the wrong message and maybe they would think that it's different type of work, you know, like magic mic type of work. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes, like TikTok is massive, right? So, but when it, from your boots on the ground, tell the people, which ones would you recommend? Platforms, growth, like what would you recommend from your side? What you're seeing, because you're doing like five or six, you know, your yeah. groups. Well, while well, we're talking about TikTok, I mean, I always say like I started in business, start where not as many people are. I can't tell you in my area where any of the other realtors are. Other teams are, or the brokerages are, they're not there. So to start on a platform where no one's taking advantage of it, just like I took advantage of, doing the marketing thing in real estate to start off. That's where I would go. TikTok, I wasn't sure because like you said, how it started, who's really my audience? You know, the stuff I was looking at, I was like, I don't know these people. So how am I going to get in front of the right people? Um, So you got to try it to know. So I finally tried it. I just took some videos on the lake of houses, you know, four houses, put them to the song, done. Didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) at all. I still don't feel like I know what I'm doing. Um, but what happened is I got comments and the comments justified that I was reaching the right people, the people saying, that's where I vacation every year. That's where my family and you took me to camp as a kid, naming the different islands, naming the restaurants. So it solidified that it actually does reach who you want it to, how it works beyond. (laughs) I got it. Follow-up question. When, yeah. when people are commenting or reaching out to you, are they reaching out to you through comments saying, hey, can you call me? I'm interested. Or I don't totally oblivious to how TikTok really works, but I don't think they can send you a message unless you follow them back. Yeah, there has to be like a follow, follow. Um, but So how do you actually get comments. them you know, off the platform and talking to you as potential clients? Because I'm sure that's what everybody's wondering too. All comments um, or people have seen because you have, you know, in the bio, it has my email. So they'll take my email and email me and they'll say, Hey, yeah. Yeah. Different people, even, you know, unrelated to real estate, but like a charity, you know, reached out locally and they're looking to expand, you know, their network and they're in New Hampshire. Um, So people will just find the email and email me. 
See, we come from the world of direct marketing and typically the rule of thumb is if somebody submits a form or gives you their information, you have to reach out to them. So it's interesting how the dynamic on TikTok is the opposite, where they reach out to you, but you give them a contact, you know, whether it's a number or an email, which that means that the intent and the level of intent is vastly different. I mean, Mm -hmm. one is saying, hey, call me. I'm a little, you know, quote unquote, lazy. I want you to follow up with me. And the other one will jump through two or three different hoops, not to only consume more of your content, but now they have to click on your profile. They have to copy it, put it in their mail app on their phone, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever they're using, and then still send you that message. Yep. That way, or they will... You can add under your bio the links to your Instagram. So they click the Instagram icon, brings them to their Instagram, and then they'll DM me that way. Which is still crazy to think about because now you're taking them from one platform to the other. And now Mm -hmm. they still need to understand the other platform to be able to message you. Yeah. Which the level of intent behind that action is significantly more than if they were just to submit a simple form, even on your website right? Like how many people browse on, you know, your MLS website with your IDX integration. And it's like, they'll never pick up the freaking phone, Mm -hmm. but you see they're looking at properties because you get those notifications. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a much serious conversation too, when they do reach out. So and what do the next steps look like? Do you try to get them on the phone right away? Do you, do you communicate back and forth where they emailed you or Take us through some of those steps on how you actually get them to open up and converse with you. Well, the biggest thing too is the faster you comment back on TikTok, the better it's going to help perform whatever video it was that they were doing. So when you have a viral video going, I'm trying to comment as fast as I can to all of them. You know, whether they're real, serious, or any prospective person at all. Um, But say they come in through an email, it's just email back and forth, try and set up a zoom, try and set up a call, see what's, you know, what they're looking for. Otherwise I find like they follow you and they like are commenting almost on every video. You know, I know where that is. They want to, you know, acknowledge. So you start conversations within the comments of your profile. Um, so you wow. find like you have regulars, you have, I would call them your regulars, like your visitors. Um, and they're constantly commenting. So you're having conversations each week through comments on your content. Usually they, usually they don't have content. See, I feel like that's such a cool, uh, it's not a concept because you're executing on this, but it's such a cool mechanic because it's like you've, you put it so well, a regular at a bar where you get to know what they like, you get to interact with them. So when they're ready, you don't have to have all the chit chat, all the bullshit before, because now they've been following you for two months and they mm-hmm. hit you up and say, hey, Brie, you know that house they just posted on TikTok? Yeah, we'd love to buy it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to overcome the relationships already built because you also recognize your regulars because it's a two-way street. Like you can mm-hmm. see, oh, you know, at who, who is PNB is messaging now again or commenting back. Um, which is which is really unheard of um, on on the other platforms because yeah. your organic reach is so small on you know Facebook and Instagram and all the other ones. 
unless you're specifically searching for something and you're leveraging YouTube, but TikTok, it just starts showing up over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. How awesome it is to show those analytics to a potential listing and say, hey, this house isn't even, you know, a property that I have and look how much, you know, views and this is who's looking at it. Real people that could potentially buy your house. And like from a technical standpoint to go full nerd for two minutes here, um, the more engagement you have, whether they're actual buyers or not, the more the platforms go, this is relevant content that people like, and therefore the more they show it as well. So when, for example, you know, who is PMB keeps commenting, you're going, oh, it's an amazing house. Even if they aren't buyers, that engagement and you having that little back and forth with them for the one minute of your life, it takes actually helps the platform go, okay, well, people are liking this content. We'll show it to a few more people and see if we start getting more comments. And that's how, you know, viral effects happen. It's like the engagement is basically platforms. It's like how many people has it reached and how many have engaged. And like the closer that is, the more viral stuff goes. Also with uh, TikTok is very different. I don't want to go too deep into it, but a lot of people will understand when you go on Facebook, Instagram, you see stuff from families and friends because you're friends with them. On TikTok, you actually don't. The way the, the algorithm works is that if you keep liking luxury houses by the lake, it will just keep showing you more luxury houses by the lake because it actually shows it on what you, it's like intent, what you actually like. It doesn't show you based on like who you're friends with. That's not how they're, that's is a totally separate way that it functions. So the beauty of it is if you are doing content about, you know, the lakes in these areas and these people are always liking them, they're also going to be the ones that keep seeing them. More people in those areas that like that stuff will keep seeing your content. So if you keep posting it and you keep consistent and it's relevant, it's going to kick off. It literally has to just because of the way that specific platform works. That's my two minutes of full nerd. Hopefully that hasn't gone over too many people's heads, but that is how it works and that is why... Technically, Brie, why you're finding more success with what you're doing, because that is literally playing to how TikTok, for this specific example, wants to be engaged with. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in gaining access to our courses and coaching 100% free, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com.